I am Mo Quick. Yes, it's the Mo Show. I brought Charles Mag in here. He's going to teach us about manufacturing. A lot of us want to build a brand, but we want to use T-shirts that everyone else is using. We want to use um, things that you can go and get from Walmart. But does that set you apart the way that you would want your brand to be set apart? Some of us are afraid of manufacturing because it sounds like too big of a word. But, Charles, you're going to make it easy for us today, right? Oh, of course. Are you going to try? You don't look so I mean, sure. I'll break, I'll break it down. And, you know, the way I did it, it's, it's, it's not too difficult. But, you know, it's, it's just the, the process is, is you know, straight, pretty straightforward. So I'll drop some knowledge and, and try to, you know, share some free game. I appreciate that because the first time I met you, we were at a boss brunch and you were showing me your handbags, ladies. Side note, Charles Mag bags are gorgeous. And I'm looking at this man's material like, where did he get this from? Where are these prints from? Like, what? There is no way that he went to that shop over there on, um, was it Jimmy Carter where everybody gets their stuff? <laughs> You know about Jimmy Carter? Yeah, of Like, course. it's a whole bunch of different little shops, but nah, I say he had to have got this from somewhere else. So walk me through the process, how you went from building your own handmade backpacks and wallets to now these luxury high-end handbags. Yeah, it was a process. You know, uh, in college, I was wearing, you know, Louis, MCM backpacks, Gucci backpacks, and we kind of just became... You know, me and my cousin, we was the known as the guys that wore the the, the designer bags. Mm. So it didn't take it didn't take much for me to realize, like, instead of spending money on them, what if we spend money making them? Ooh, and get money from and, them and get to the bag. So yes, you know. Um, shortly after that, I just started designing, you know, hand making them, and and kind of ran from there. Um, how how did you learn how to make a backpack? Yeah, so I found this little class. This guy he used to make you know, belts and wallets. Uh, ironically enough, he never made bags, but, you know, I came in ambitiously and, and kind of showed him exactly all my designs, what I was looking for. But you drew them? How'd you? Yeah, I was drawing at the time. Nice. Um, in college, I was I had, like, an art class. We was, I was really, like, into the, you know, the, the art space. Mm-hmm. So I was using those talents to kind of, you know, design my bags. I had all the all the, the tools to, to make it possible for somebody to understand what I was trying to, you know. I love it. Trying to make so okay, so you feel like if that's what they're trying, if someone is trying to get into the retail industry and they do want to have their own particular brand and not just you know iron a logo onto a shirt, that do they have to have art classes? Is that something like a nah. prerequisite? Nah, because I wouldn't even say I was the greatest artist either. You know, I was just kind of just doing my thing. I was you know in the mix a little bit. I always yeah. kind of drew a little bit in class, but I feel like if you got a vision. Yeah, just figure out how to, you know, put that vision on, 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 on paper somehow if that's, you know, using Photoshop or if you can draw decently enough to kind of show exactly what you want, mm-hmm. do that. But there's so many other ways, man. I uh, What I used to do with my manufacturer, I used to just clip photos together from different bags Ooh, and then layer them, you know, on top of each other and be like, I kind of want something like this. Yeah, that's actually a great idea. You could easily go on YouTube, uh, Google. I mean, you could easily go on Google and just print out the ideas. Type in uh, leopard shirt and um, yep. green book bag or whatever. Yep. That's actually a great idea. I never thought about that. So when you're moving from hand making and you're deciding to produce at a faster pace, is that why you decided to go with manufacturing? What's the difference? No, exactly. So, you know, it came to a point where we couldn't just continue hand making bags. It's a long process, and it was just me. Mm. So 
How long does it take for one? Uh, one it took me bag? about a month, but you know, for one, for one, for one bag. Boy, you better be dedicated. Yeah, God, that, that was in the beginning. I kind of got it down a little bit, but it still Ooh. took a, it took a while. And it's something that you know you really got to put in a lot of you know effort into. You can't you can't cut the corners. You always want to have that good pro- that good quality product. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I'm with the manufacturer I'm with now, just off of quality. You know, I, that's what that's really what I stand on that that quality. Um, you know, great business acclimate. Okay, because as soon as you had your, because again we met at a, a brunch. As soon as I saw the bags, you weren't even near them. They were just hanging up in the front. Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, looking for a price tag? How much this bag cost?" <laughs> and then when I met you, you're like, "Yeah, I make bags." I said, "I bet you it's the ones downstairs. Yeah. Like they stand out." I appreciate it. They really appreciate do. It. So, how long did it take you to find a manufacturer? What's that process like? It took me a while. I mean, you know, at the time I was using here's a, here's a here's a site. Uh, Alibaba, and you know A L I B A B A. Correct, and you know they got different manufacturers. Um, so depending on what you what you looking for, what type of products you want, um, they probably got it on there. So check that out. Um, but you know I found a manufacturer, probably one of the best ones, and it took me a while to source them. There's so many manufacturers There's on there, so much on that site, man. So understanding which ones are the ones that you want to to mess with is is tough. But um, once you find them. You know, get you a little sample, try to figure out if that's if the quality's good or if maybe uh You can request price. a sample, they'll send it. Is it yeah. free? Because that's coming from you overseas. Gotta, you gotta pay for sure. Ah. You gotta pay. You know what I'm saying? It costs to be the boss. <laughs> but it is it's, it's possible and it's doable and the and the resources are there, especially with, you know, technology. Yeah. So you know, a lot of people when it comes to thinking of something that they wanna do, they sit on it. They sit on, they tell them 35 people around them and they, I want to yeah. do it. And three years pass, they still ain't did what they said they wanted to do. Yeah. What do you think is the number one reason why people don't act on what they want? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Cause I always kind of wanted to, I always acted on where I was at or how I felt in the, in the moment. I can't really, I can't truly relate, mm-hmm. but you know, other, you know, other people got a lot of things going on. Sometimes life's not set up for it either. You know, sometimes you really want to, you got your your eyes set on a, a goal or a task. Sometimes it's not really a reachable goal. You know, something. sometimes life just get in the way. Yeah, sometimes you know. you're surviving and not living life. Sometimes you're surviving and not living. Yeah, I hear you. You know, I, I look at life as positioning a lot of times too. Like, you know, sometimes if you're not in the right position, it just not it's not going to work. Even if you do put in the effort sometimes or put in the hard work, mm. you know, um, Although you got to put in the hard work to be there, but sometimes, you know, you got to just be in the right moment. Sometimes right place, you, right time. Right place, right I time. You. Sometimes you just missed the wave or, the, or you headed the wave. Oh, yeah, because it's not too. your time yet. It's not your time yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, because, I mean, going back, I keep talking about the place we, we just met. So when we were at the brunch, right, mm-hmm. you could tell a lot of people in the room were successful, and then you could tell a lot of people wanted to be successful. Mm. You know, you can sort of see someone who is in the motion of doing what they say that they're doing than other people who talk about what they want to do, but talk about it as though I am doing it. The land of the cap. <laughs> <laughs> is that what I'm getting to? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Can you spot the difference? I'm sure a lot of people um, have presented themselves to you, trying to work with you, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can kind of tell based off of like, how somebody's like moving, operating, you know, conducting their business. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes people are good at it for real. So um, it all depends. It all depends. But I seen, I seen what you were seeing, too. Can you see through? Like, when I see through, it's usually when someone speaks a whole lot. Yes. <laughs> That's the key. If you if you talking more than the next man, you in dangerous territory. I feel like you definitely got to listen more than, than you speak. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that is, um, well, I'm not going to say it. You tell me the ways of a boss. What are the ways of a boss? What they say? They say, uh, listen in silence. How the same letters just spelled different. No way. Yeah. Listen, L-I-S-L. Oh, my. Listen in but there's silence. no T in silence, so. You. No, there isn't. There's not. Okay. No, he, he's searching the word in his okay. eyes. <laughs> Even I ain't with no, no spelling bees. No spelling bees. <laughs> that's for sure. That's no, all good. But I like where you're going with that. So the ways of a boss is a lot of listening. Yeah. Because at, at some point you're going to have to be, if you're a true boss and you got employees and um, you, you're trying to understand the market, you're going to have to do a lot more listening. Mm. That's just kind of how it's going to have to go. Like you don't have an actual boss, but the people kind of end up becoming your boss. Your, 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 your colleagues or your, your people you hire are going to end up kind of being your boss is setting the tempo of where the brand has to go, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not really about you. It's really about the market. So mm-hmm. you have to be aware of that. Because sometimes we misconstrued being a boss with um, being important. And when someone Shucks. wants to be important, they're shoving themselves on people. Facts. Yeah, that's an interesting um, thought. Do you have any business partners that you work with? Anybody who helps you along the way? Yeah. Um, I'm not in business with anybody, but I got my team, you know, we all, like, they got their own things going. And I feel like that's really good to have people that's like-minded and people who's kind of not doing exactly what you're doing but, you know, got their own business that is also successful. Um, and then it helps you get, put your foot, you know, get your foot in the door too because you kind of use their connections, they use your connections. So you create, like, this ecosystem. So, yeah, I got people I work with all the time. Um, we're, not, we're not breaking bread all the time, but we all we always helping each other. It's still business. How do you create that? I know it's difficult for people to find that click. Mm. Sometimes the people you grew up with do not end up having the same mindset, so you have to uh, grow apart from them. And then yeah, you're alone. That's a fact. I mean, I got I got my friends' friends who I grew up with. I know their mamas. You know, I knew them since I was in middle school, high school, some of them elementary school. Then I got my 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 business friends who I haven't really got you know, into a deep friendship with them as of yet, but we still navigate. So it's kind of being able to to understand people and see what they what role they could play in your life at the time. Um, mm. You know, my, my mom always used to say, like, if you can't be you, if you can't be used, you're useless. Oh my! You know, um, not saying let people take advantage of you, but you know, be able to like read the room, see where you can insert yourself. And, and and create value. So that's a smart woman. What does she do? Is she an entrepreneur? Nah, she um she's part of the Depart- Department of Defense. Oh, I'm scared so of her. Both my parents was in the Department of Defense. Wow. Uh, that's why we was moving a lot when we was kids. Um, and they still they still Department of Defense to this day. Mm. Yeah, you so. did mention that you grew up in Korea. I spent some time there. Yeah, so I was uh I was born in Brussels, um, uh, and then end up, you know, moving to Korea, Seoul, South Korea. Um, I was there for five years, and I moved to 
uh, right outside of Detroit when I was eight. So, you know, Detroit raised me for real. Okay. Shout out to the D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you were in Korea, were you at an age where you could see the industry of manufacturing? Absolutely. Like, if you if you think about Korea, South Korea, most people are going to think about K-pop first. But, like, if you What's go... K-pop? K-pop is... Uh, Dance. Korean pop. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's a huge industry. Like, that little, yeah, <laughs> they got their they got sound, they're, but their uh, transition and their dance mm, and their like clothes. A lot of boy bands yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. But uh, the manufacturing industry is, is huge over there. And that was some of my first memories is seeing these manufacturing companies. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how, you know, 360 didn't kind of double back. Nice. Yeah. And now we have the internet. We don't have to go overseas to get a manufacturer. We don't. We don't. My brother, actually, my brother, he was born in Korea. Oh, wow. He just got back last week. He went to Korea again to kind of go visit. That's dope. So it's still something that I want to go, you know, and touch the, you know, go back out First there. Firsthand, like, see. why not? Yeah. It's, a, it's still that experience, you know what it, I'm saying? It is. And the story he was telling me out there, you know, Korea came a long way since I've been, so. Wow, I bet it has. A whole new world. Because they, they move fast. Let me tell yeah, you something about the fast, Asians. Sure. They get that thing and they boom, boom, on to the next, on to the next. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you something. Yes, you have a wonderful product, right? Correct. But when it comes to branding and getting to the point where you no longer have to introduce yourself, mm. how's that been going? Yeah, it's, you know, introducing yourself is the way you're going to you're gonna be able to stop introducing yourself. So just continue doing that. You know, different events. I got an event coming up myself, um, which is going to be super exciting, super high energy. Um, what I did was I sent my, my bags to six different artists, painters around the world, you know, high end, high profile artists. So I got got one in Montreal, got one in Iceland, got one in uh, France, uh, two in the West Coast. Um, I got a couple right here, and uh, I got a couple right here, or one right here I'm trying to get from Atlanta right now. So I got six secure, but I'm trying to save that seventh spot for somebody who who's here in Atlanta that look like me. Mm. Um, so the concept of it, the format of the whole show is, each artist is painting on the bag a one-on-one. Uh, they send them back the bags, and on August seventh, we're doing a live auction online and in person. Wow! So you're gonna be able to uh, come either get the bag if you want the bag, come view some art, or come invest. You know, get you a one-on-one piece. Charles Mag, we going up. These artists are going up. This is no little boy, none of that. So um, it's gonna be a lot of good talent. And tell me about. Um Going the route that a lot of brands feel like they have to when they are giving their belongings away for free and expecting shout outs. Have you gone through the influential route? How's it been when it comes to working with influencers or have you yeah. ever started? Yeah, absolutely. Um, last night, gave back out to Nikki Natural, Kayla B, um, Lightskin Keisha, Shaylin Monet. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of. You know, pretty pretty high influence influencers. So yeah, that that route is pretty cool. I feel like it's just you know touching the people. Now, but do you see a return? Give me the insider of the industry. Mm. Do you see a return on your investment? And if you don't, what were you looking for to begin with when you gave out that? Yeah. Bag? So at first, you you would think that you would get a a return up front, but you know it's a back end return. Really, what really really what that game plan is really is want to you know. Put as many bags on as many people as, as you want. It's product placement. So it might not be something you see right up front. But that's okay. You know, when you when you navigate, especially in the early years of business, you have to be willing to 
to lose. Um, in hopes of gaining. In hopes of gaining. Mm-hmm. Have a good have a good business a good business format. That's that's key. But when it comes to just handing out bags, you gotta understand it's not gonna be a it's not a hand over hand exchange. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna have to get it on the back end. In so hope. In hope. Be prepared. Because yeah. if they don't even post you, or if they have the bag, you see it on their Instagram, but they don't tag you. You know how yeah. do you work through? Get that? your get your own content. Make sure your phone out. Make sure you marketing it. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they they got a lot going on. You know it might not always be something that's on their mind. Mm. Um, you know they influencers. They got they got they got a life too. So um, make sure you get it on your phone. You capture it. You you recording your videos. You doing your thing. You always getting your content. You know it's like being part of what I realized when you're a business owner. It really is being a content creator. Mm. You got to get your content in. So if you don't know how to navigate the social space, you s o l. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough out here. Dang, that's the best advice you got. <laughs> it's tough out here. It's tough. I mean, <laughs> it's it's not easy. It's just something you got to do. Yeah. Like yourself, right? You know, you mo quick. You got a pretty big following on the gram. You are pretty active on social media. You're not afraid to put yourself out there. You know, these are qualities that you do need to to grow. But I'm also a content creator. I also create from the start, even if I wasn't on radio, right? Mm. So what if I'm a business mind and I'm not a creative mind, right? Mm. And I have a business, but I'm like, oh, I don't even know how to take a picture. You know what I mean? The the sad truth is you got to be both. You got to be versatile. You know, if you don't want to do that, then you should do a a business where it's B2B. You know, it's a B2B business. So your business... um, partners with other businesses you're you're oh, business to business business to business okay so instead of doing business to consumer or business to customer you're gonna want to you're gonna have to market and be on social media in 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 in, in, in that in that situation so if you don't want to do that just do a, try to find a business uh, where you can market to other businesses you might not have to do that as much yeah you're absolutely right to cause to reach the consumer you need to be where they are correct and they on social Correct. Yeah, businesses. That's actually a great idea. I never even thought. I've always only thought about business to consumer. Never mm. thought about business to business. Mm. I hope that's a nugget someone took home with them. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to get out to the audience? Any um, encouraging words? Any advice? Any experience that you've learned and want to share? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Nah, it's uh, you know, it's a journey. Um, you know, business is really just a, a component of your life. You just got to treat it like that. Um, it's not something you can do on the side. And and if you are doing it on the side, you got to understand, you know, you still got to somehow merge that into your actual life. Um, just take it, you know, take it, you know, it's a marathon. So take your take your time with it. Um, you know, you really want to play it for the, the end goal of, 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 of being successful. So that's that's my that's my little tidbit, my tip. I love it. I love it. How can we get a Charles Mag bag? You can follow me on Instagram, buycharlesmag.com, or buycharlesmag, or sorry, buycharlesmag.com to find a bag, or buycharlesmag on Instagram. Um, the link is in the bio. Uh, definitely check me out. These are some some phenomenal bags. I'm excited to see what we got going for the next year. Uh, I think y'all be excited about what you see when you go to the website, too. So um, definitely check in with me, tap in with me. It's live. It's up. 
All right. All right. You heard it from Charles Mack himself. I appreciate you for being here. We're always going to try to teach you a different way to bring in a new stream of income or just allow your vision to come to life. Make sure you come back. We're going to do it again. It's the Mo Show 